0: StreamYard has lost access here, right?
1: This is Aussie Mac Zone. We'll
0: cover everything Apple, including Macs, iPhones, iPads, and more.
1: All this from an Aussie perspective. Sit back, relax, insert yourself into the zone. The Aussie Mac Zone.
0: Hello everybody, welcome to show 374 Aussie Mac Zone, and Zahn, how are you tonight sir?
1: Yeah, not too bad guys, how are you Michael?
0: Very good, thank you, very good. Not a lot of news this week, so we get right into it, because it's not going to take long. Yep. Your lighting's gone a bit funny, You're not, not enough light on Mine. your face. Yeah. Oh, not enough.
1: Yeah, hang on. Give me two seconds. Sorry. You
0: can see Mr. Turtle in the back swimming around. And there's a cricket in the house at Zara's place. That's That's a bit better. A little bit better, yeah. Now we can't see Mr. Turtle swimming around, but (laughs) we can definitely hear the cricket butt going live and long and strong. (laughs) So our Aussie Apple ramblings this week start with Apple Women's Health Study releases preliminary data to help destigmatize menstrual symptoms. The landmark study first set of data is significant in its scope and scale, offering insights into menstruation and the experiences of women across the U.S. Now, the Apple Women's Health Study Team at Harvard TH Chan School of Public Health today released a preliminary study update offering pioneering scientific insights on women and their menstrual symptoms made possible through the innovative research method ology of the research app. The update, based on a cohort of 10,000 participants and inclusive of varying ages and races across the U.S., highlights how large-scale longitudinal research on menstruation can help advance the science around women's health and destigmatize menstruation. Many physicians regard women's menstrual cycles as an important window into their overall health, but the topic is notably under-researched. Medical research on menstruation has often been limited to studies of smaller sizes, which are not representative of the broader population. Without substantial scientific data, women's menstrual symptoms have historically lent themselves to dismissal or have been minimized as an overreaction or oversensitivity. Now, through the research app, the Apple Women's Health Study invites women across the U.S. to to contribute to research simply by using their iPhone and Apple Watch if they have one. The landmark study allows for collection of a comprehensive set of cycle tracking and other health data strengthened through patient surveys from individuals across various stages of their life, varying races and throughout all U.S. states and territories. Participants control the data type shared with the study with transparency into how the data will be used for the purposes of the study. Now, although not related to Australia directly, the findings of this study will make it its way to here because of the data strength by the numbers of the women participating. Like we're talking 10,000 plus one study. Yeah. And, and lots and lots of questions and and stuff that's going into it, which is fantastic. It's a great thing for um, everyone to be involved in. And thank you to all the, the ladies participating. The,
1: the fact that the statement had to say it was thought as oversensitivity yeah. is ridiculous. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> <laughs> there's so much scientific research that's been done on this already and now men are still saying, well, we just got to look into it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, Yes. So thank you to all the participating ladies and all the doctors and stuff involved.
1: It's as bad as, uh, it's as bad as our PM last night. (laughs) (laughs) You see that the women protesting in Canberra because of, uh, you know, rape culture and domestic violence. And the prime minister's uh, reaction to that was, "They're lucky they have; they weren't shot because in other countries, if you <laughs> protest, you get shot."
0: I know, I know.
1: Uh,
0: I was more surprised. Anyway, about the uh, representative for women not going out and even being there. Uh, the minister for women. So
1: anyway. <laughs>
0: um, Story two, ages.
1: sir. Yes. <laughs> On a completely different note.
0: <laughs> you got it or not?
1: I do. I just... Uh, oh, Dozed sorry. Off for a minute. Um, <laughs> no, no. Uh, because I don't have a stand and I'm, I'm using a yes. different uh, laptop. My oh. laptop, for some reason, won't hold charge.
0: And Now, I forgot to tell everyone, for some reason we're not on Facebook Live tonight because there's some... StreamYard, which is what we use for our our broadcasting, and Facebook are having some challenge at Excuse. the moment, which I don't know what it is. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's my end. And Zahn broke his stand-free <laughs> yep. stuff tonight, so he's got to um, move around a little bit. So Story 2 is about yep. the HomePod, which is the pictures yep. up there waiting for you.
1: Yeah, uh, HomePod. Yeah is discontinued, but isn't dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> Apple end of life explained. Apple Insider reports there's been a lot of hate and uh, discontent following Apple's discontinuing the home pad. Home pod. Here's what the removal from cell uh, yep practically means. Practically means thank you. because oh, I don't even know your name. I apologise. I'm, I'm I've got like flu-like symptoms at the moment, and I'm just not with it. So I apologise for that. Um, Apple made a shock announcement on the on March 13th that it was discontinuing the HomePod. The announcement advised Apple's original smart speaker will continue to be sold, including via its online store but that there is only a limited supply available before the stock runs out. The news may uh, panic some uh, users who think their Apple device will have a limited lifespan and could stop working completely in the near future just because Apple isn't producing any more iPods and supply um, will run out. It doesn't mean Apple will stop or will pull support straight away. The HomePod will continue to work properly for many years without issue. If you read no further, understand this. If you have an original HomePod, it isn't going to just stop working anytime soon because Apple has flipped on a switch Mm -hmm. (laughs) in its storefront. And just because Apple isn't selling the original HomePod, it doesn't mean that your gear will spontaneously combust. Discontinued, uh, but not end of life. Firstly, Apple is only discontinuing the original version of the HomePod and not declaring it to be either end of life, vintage, or obsolete. For all three terms, the effective meaning is the same. The device has reached the end of its product life cycle. A discontinued product does not immediately reach end of life as hardware. Producers and vendors often have to support their products for some time after their sale. Instead, the actual end of uh, life occurs after the fact. As Apple explains, On its support pages, owners of its products can obtain service and parts from Apple service providers for five years from when Apple last distributed the product for sale at a minimum. In some cases where services and parts are required by law to be offered for a longer period, this can stretch to time to seven years after its last sale. So Apple talking,
0: so, so, just sorry. Um, yeah, you're right. So we're talking probably two months for when it'll be quote its last sale. Yep. But even if it was now, we're still five to seven years down the track. You still be able to get right. parts for it. So go on. Yeah. Sorry, right. there's more to tell. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Apple Deems products. It sold more between five and seven years ago as vintage, while those discontinued more than seven years ago are said to be obsolete. That's right. Which means so,
0: a, as a service provider for, yeah. for obsolete, you can't get parts for them. And vintage, yeah. you're restricted on what parts you get.
1: That's right. As
0: simple as that. So,
1: And it's only, like it says, it's only the original HomePod. Yeah. So, so you'll be able to still supposedly get the rest
0: spending more time, like uh, focusing on the iPod Mini, probably because of the cost. Yeah, that's um, yeah. right. Because like, no, one nine, yeah. Yeah, so no, no one, one wants one. the bigger version anyway, or
1: something. Yeah. So no one wants the bigger version anyway. the Mini's the better the better one anyway. It's smaller; it's easier to use. Not it's easy to use; it's just easier to place. The big one has to have a base yeah many you can take with you you can move it around the house as you go along you know so yeah. i understand uh, like what they're doing i think it's smart <laughs> so our next one yeah.
0: now apple might soon deliver standalone ios security updates Apple Insider again: A code discovered in the latest iOS 14.5 beta suggests Apple is planning a, majority, a major policy shift that will allow users to download security patches separately from operating system updates. Now discovered by Nine to Five Mac on Monday, the new affordance could allow users running older operating systems to keep device security up to date without upgrading to the latest iOS version. For example, an owner of an older iPhone running say iOS 13 could potentially download security updates typically packaged with newer iOS 14 point releases. Now, Some iPhone and iPad owners are reticent to upgrade old devices to Apple's latest and greatest operating systems, fearing the new software could result in poor system performance or excessive battery drain. Alternatively, some users simply prefer the feature sets of older operating systems. That can be detrimental to the safety of Apple's ecosystem as the company packages security revisions with the new OS versions. So splitting security updates into standalone downloads similar to the method applied on Mac OS could greatly reduce the impact of new threat vectors for both new and old hardware. Now that might be a possibility in the near future according to the code uncovered on Monday. of course there's more in the show notes that are attached to the system.
1: Excellent. Uh, That's cool gaming, stuff. Sir.
0: We got any gaming?
1: Yes. Yeah, there's a little bit of gaming. <laughs> so, uh, Spire Blast. Yeah. There's a photo.
0: Right there. Bing.
1: There we go. Some <laughs> imaging for you. This is level 14. It's where I got up to when I was Only playing. Level 14. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is uh, one of those block games. Now, I, I don't normally like these sorts of games. I think they're, you know, the Candy Crush and you know, all those. I just, I just, yeah, no. If I'm going to play a book game, I like Tetris. <laughs> it was the yeah. original. It's the best. Um, <laughs> we're, we're very old school. Anyway, <laughs> Yes. Yep. Yeah. And so, like I said, I don't normally like these. But this one's got dragons, and dragons are cool. Uh So I gave this one a go. It's fun. It is. It's still a block game. And I'm not a great fan, but like I said, I had dragons. You get the feed of dragons, make the dragon your pet. It becomes <laughs> friends. It pops up and says, oh, you've now fed three dragons. They're your friends. Awesome. That's what I want, dragon friends. Yeah. Um, if you if, if there's a ton of, of sarcasm in my voice, <laughs> it's only because it's the block game. I actually do like dragons. Um, <laughs> other than that, like I said, it's a block game, so it's not my thing. I did enjoy playing it until level 14. I thought it was fun. Um, it's fast-paced. It's uh, a good brain teaser game because it makes you think. Uh, then on the bottom of the photo, you'll see uh, I've got five uh, little bottles of got. Five Rubik's cube looking things. We're not going to call them Rubik's cubes, I guess, because that would mean that someone would have to sue someone. <laughs> um, and uh, little bottle rockets. These are all to help you if you if you are uh, failing at a, at a point. Uh, I yeah. didn't use any of mine. To level fourteen, I I got through pretty well. Uh, well. I'm going to give it a two point eight apples out of five. Again, it's a block game. I'm not a huge fan, but I did enjoy it. So yeah, Excellent. if you like this sort of game, if you uh, if you do like Candy Crush and you do like uh, the pop uh, vinyl version of this sort of thing, uh, this one again is me- like Medieval Towers and has dragons. Um, you know, yeah, give it a go. Excellent. So that's um, Spire Blast. and that's me for game. all
0: right
1: did you get a chance to watch that billy eilish thing yet
0: no no
1: me either there's
0: no time whatsoever man
1: (laughs) oh tell me about it i know
0: so congratulate big congratulations to apple because Apple honored with Historic First Academy Award nomination for Best Animated Feature for Wolfwalkers and Best Sound for Greyhound, awesome. which was the Tom Hanks boat movie, if you remember that. Yeah. World War II, movie. Yeah. Apple today was honored with a Historic First Academy Award nominations for its feature films since the Apple TV Plus global launch. The widely acclaimed Wolfwalkers was nominated for Best Animated Feature and the epic war film Greyhound, starring and written by Tom Hanks for Best Sound. Including today's nominations, Apple has now been honoured with a total of 18, 81 awards and 320 nominations, which is not bad in like a year. So nothing is more exciting than seeing unique and meaningful films resonating with both critics and audience globally, said Zach Zan. Amberg, Apple's Head of Worldwide Video. We're incredibly proud of what we're building at Apple and to have these films celebrated in this way and in such a short spate of time we're humbled and thankful for the artists and filmmakers who have partnered with us. We're grateful for the Academy's recognition of Wolfwalkers and Greyhound. said Jamie Ehrlich, sorry Ehrlich, uh, Apple's head of worldwide video. We want to congratulate the filmmakers, cast and crew, who brought these brilliant stories to the screen and who are everyone is championing these films around the world. We're excited to continue sharing exceptional storytelling from the most creative visionaries in the year ahead and beyond. And there's more in the show notes for that.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Uh, they let's oh, get close. Um, okay. She, <laughs> right, she right nice. That's a really good cartoon. I really like that. That was a uh, really well done that animation. Um, yeah, Greyhound as well was a uh, fantastic. But you know, you can't really fault Tom Hanks, can you? that <laughs> nope. so,
0: no, that was a good movie. It was enjoyable, yeah. different.
1: So yeah, it was
0: good. Yeah. So, Apple TV Plus lands The Jet, which is a Doctor yeah. series about the 1990s Pepsi promo campaign. So again, Mac Daily News, Apple TV Plus has ordered the Jet, a docu-series that chronicles the true story behind the 1990s Pepsi promotional campaign. They advertised a Harrier Jet in exchange for Pepsi points. Now, when a 21-year-old business student, John Leonard, collected enough points for the Harrier Jet, Pepsi was taken by surprise. Leonard did not collect seven million Pepsi points through the purchase of Pepsi products, but instead sent a certified check for $700,008.50 as permitted by the contest rules. Leonard had 15 existing points, paid 10 cents a point for the remaining uh, 6,999,985 and a $10 shipping and handling fee. Now, John Blackstone explains what happened next in this 1996 CBS Evening News report. Now, now there was a court case decided on August 5th, 1999. So, spoiler alert, don't read any further if you'd rather watch the Apple TV docuseries without knowing the outcome. So, we're stopping there because we're not going to tell anyone. I'm still going to watch it. So, we've got to watch it without, or you can, you know, if you go to the link, you can get all the information. Yeah. This is also, uh, this is done yeah, by guys. the same. Sorry.
1: I was going to say, yeah. uh, I'm going to read my next the, the next one. I have to look down because I don't have a, a holder for my yeah. notes. Yeah, hang
0: on, hang on. And
1: so uh, yeah. Yeah. so the, this uh,
0: docuseries is done by the same guys that did a docuseries about McDonald's and how their games are a ripoff, which I haven't seen, but that's just
1: yeah. that's just Yeah, I, I know uh, which one you're trying to be. As if you didn't know that, though. Like, <laughs> come on. It's I a know, promotion. Y- of course they are. It's a promotion. <laughs> it's a promotion. They're like, oh, come and hit McDonald's. You go there, you, you, you know, you're feeling a little bit lucky, you still have a go. It's like buying a lotto ticket. You know you're not going to win a lotto. <laughs> He still do it. Like, I don't understand. Anyway, so guys, I have to look down because I don't have a phone holder, and uh, I normally read my notes via my device, which normally sits just out of screen over here. And I just
0: bring it, bring it over a bit more. <laughs> right, right here, uh, right, right here. here. <laughs> yeah, that's there, good. there. Good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs>
1: So I'm going to hold it up, but I'm still going to be looking. I won't be looking at the camera, and I apologize. That's okay. That's okay. It's one of those nights. Apple's iOS app economy supports 330,000 UK jobs. Mac Daily News again reports as the reaction to COVID-19 forced people across the UK to adapt every aspect of their lives and uh, and brick-and-mortar businesses to move online. The iOS app economy was a resilient source of opportunity, innovation, and economic growth. The UK developer continued to grow their business and share news apps with the world, and the App Store now supports more than 330,000 jobs in the UK, and an increase of more than 10% over the past year. The App Store has become a powerful engine of economic growth, in the UK and around the world since Apple launched it in 2008 as entrepreneurs move their business online and established developers built on their success you uh, users discover new apps to help them adapt to an increasingly virtual world development across the UK generated to date more than 3.6 billion in and its uh, pa- what do you call it? Pounds? It's not billion. in pounds. Yeah. So in Aussie dollar, that would be twice that amount. Yeah, I think that's uh, twice, yeah. yeah, yeah. In the earnings, uh, growing 22% in 2020 from the previous year. That trend echoed across Europe, where the iOS app economy grew to support 1.7 million jobs, 7% increase since 2019. The UK leads Europe in iOS apps developer jobs, with Germany and France uh, estimated to re, uh, each host over two hundred and fifty thousand jobs. More in the notes, but that's very and that's cool. pretty
0: good, isn't it? You know, one point seven million yeah. jobs. Yeah, in Europe, I would Europe love the to UK. see
1: the yeah, I'd love to see the percentages here. Yeah,
0: yeah, It'd um, be nice, wouldn't
1: it? I'd really like to know uh, that information because I know uh, at the beginning of last year when this all started and schools were shut down and things like that, uh, we went to tech support for students that were having problems with uh, studying online and, uh, and all that sort of stuff. So I would love to see how that is approached. We now have an app uh, that you can check at any time to see Um, what's going on with your your, uh, uh, Department of Education uh, employment, that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Good. Mm
0: -hmm. New iPhone feature will alert you if you're being stalked. Now, Fox (laughs) Business reports, the new feature comes as Apple is planning to expand the Find My app for use with third-party accessories. A new feature discovered in iOS 14.5 will warn users when an unknown item traveling with them is being tracked through the Find My app. The Find My app is available through iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch and Mac devices. Now the setting known as item safety alerts appears to be an attempt to prevent stalking with AirTags or other brands of tags as there are other brands that will be Apple accessible and work exactly the same as the Apple ones apparently. Now, according to iOS developer and Apple blogger, Benjamin Mayo, if someone secretly hides a tag in your possessions, your phone will notice and warn you, Mayo tweeted. So, even like, the way that we believe everything's going to work is say you've got a tag, someone walks past you with their phone, their phone records that that tag is there, someone's, looking for that tag which is what people that are following you will want to look for your tag all the time and it'll say here's the tag and here's the tag and here's the tag and here's the tag and as you walk down the street and because there's so many millions of iPhones all over the place especially in a country like Australia it would be fairly easy to track you but because this tag isn't a associated with your account but is is actually being tracked the same as your phone yeah it's going to go oh there's something funny going on here and say you're being you know something's happening someone's something you've got is sending out a message to say um where you are so yeah which is great. That's what we want. Yeah. 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 We don't want to be able to be stalked that easy. So, yeah, that's another thing. Just a, a, lot, a bit of forward thinking there, which is really good. We'd rather know about it now than have someone stalked and then have to go through the thing of trying to fix it and resolve it. And... So, yeah, maybe that's why it's been a bit delay on the, the tracking. I don't know. But um, I wish they'd hurry up yeah. and release the, release them. Again, supposedly maybe the, the 23rd, which is a week away from now. But you know, I can't yeah. see that happening, by the way. you know, There's a rumour something's happening on the 23rd. There's a rumour that something's not happening on the 23rd. There's nothing happening in March. There's something happening in March. They're all rumours. That's why we don't really <laughs> report on them very well, because they're just yep. rumours. <laughs> and it's about now they all should, should also be announcing uh, about the Worldwide Developers Conference this year because they usually give you about three months' notice because of the flights and blah, blah, blah. They might just say, well, it's not going to be on, but this is when it's going to be, so that you can make your appointments with people at Apple to talk to them the same way they made available last year, which everybody seemed to love. So anything else you'd like to comment about, sir, before I get on to the how-to? No, nothing. Not. That's it for
1: this no. week.
0: Yeah. Like I said, not a, not a lot of news, not, not really lots and lots of no. news. So. so how to use iCloud as your password manager? Gip Patrol reports, if you have any of Apple's main devices, an iPhone, an iPad or a Mac, that means you have an Apple ID and you have access to iCloud, Apple's cloud-based storage service iCloud makes sure that the information on Apple's Apple's default apps, such as Files, Mail, Calendar, Photos, and Notes, is backed up and synced across all your various devices. For example, it's the reason you can access the same Notes file on your Mac and iPhone, or the same photos on your iPhone and your iPad. Pardon me, just one sec. Now, iCloud is pretty robust service now with many different features. One of those is a built-in password manager called Keychain. That's right, instead of paying for a separate service like 1Password or LastPass, you can just turn on this feature inside the service you're likely already paying for. It has its limits, but the recent introduction of iCloud Password's Chrome extension, which will let you use it outside of Safari, makes it more feasible than ever to use it as a fully-fledged password manager here's how to do it how to auto fill passwords on keychain now if you're on an iphone or an ipad and you go to a new site it'll actually say do you want to use a strong password etc and you can create it in there
1: And it's either just one for you or you can create one
0: yep now to turn on the auto fill for your passwords open the settings app scroll down and select passwords tab Select the autofill passwords. Make sure autofill is toggled on is green. If you're on a Mac, open the Safari app. Select Safari in the menu bar next to the Apple icon. Select preferences in the drop down menu. Select autofill icon and select which passwords you want autofill. Access your passwords, whatever you want. If you're on an iPhone or iPad, open the settings app. Scroll down to select passwords. Select the app, website or account you want to access your password should appear in the password tab. If you're on a Mac, open the Safari app. Select Safari in the menu bar next to the Apple icon. Select preferences, select passwords and type in your Mac password. Select the app, website or account you want to you want access for. Your password should appear in the password tab. Now there is more with PICS on the uh, Gear Patrol site which there is a link in the show notes for that specific discussion. Uh, it is the password manager I use, to be honest. Um, yeah, me too. Only Because that's the one I get the most questions about. That's the reason I use pages and numbers and Apple mail. And they're the one yeah. I get when I'm working. That's the one I get most questions about. Um, yeah. What else can I tell you? Um, yeah, and if you're looking, you know, it'll it'll have your Wi-Fi passwords in there. If you've forgotten what your Wi-Fi password is, you can just go in there and look it up, and it'll tell you what your Wi-Fi password is. Um, or if you've forgotten what your password is for work, for instance, the Wi-Fi passwords in there, um, that sort of thing. So it's easy to get your passwords using that system.
1: Yep. Yeah. So oh, that's what I what, I'll do. The same thing,
0: nothing else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, the show promotion show notes link each week, yeah. To uh,
1: so Aussie show. Mac Zone, yeah. Oh, sorry, no,
0: go, go,
1: go. Aussie Mac Zone dot com dot AMZ 373. Yeah. There, you'll find the last six weeks of show notes.
0: You can email us, Michael or Zahn at Aussie Mac Zone dot com dot
1: AU. However, you listen to us, please give us a like and a ring because it helps us get us out to more people. Your friends tell us, tell everybody about us. We yes, don't care. Please. Talk about us,
0: please, please, please. <laughs> uh, you talk behind a- our backs. Apple- it's fine. <laughs> That's right. Just talk about us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apple News has got Aussie Max Zone. But most yeah. importantly, thanks to our supporters, you our listeners slash watchers these well, days. All you guys
1: that listen to us every week and, or even casual listen to us or you listen to us when you can. Yeah. Thank you for listening to us.
0: Absolutely. Now over to Zahn for that infamous sign-off.
1: All right, guys, thanks for tonight. It's been a, <laughs> it's been a ride and I apologise. <laughs> uh, remember, an apple a day keeps the androids away. Thanks, guys. See you later. Thank
0: you.
1: No, oh, are we off? Uh-huh.